Hi and welcome to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm your host Renee Bennett and this is a leadership podcast for ordinary girls compelled to lead an extraordinary life. Make sure you come and find me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast. Happy Friday, everyone. It's Renee here. Don't we love Fridays? I love Fridays. I hope you've had a wonderful week. Of course, it's been a short week because of Easter. I hope you had a great Easter too. I'm really sorry I didn't say blessed happy Easter to you last week. I should have. Uh, Anyway, I hope you had a really good time with your family. Um, Could I ask everyone a huge, huge favor? Thank you to everyone who has shared this podcast with friends. I know I've had people message me and say, hey, I'm loving your parenting episodes. I sent them to my friends and they're absolutely loving it. Thank you. If you could continue to not only do that, but to subscribe to the podcast, and even if you could to rate it, obviously five-star would be nice, um, a five-star rating, a and even review it if you've got time. That just helps to keep my podcast up on the algorithms, up near the you know top somewhere, which is super helpful for other people to find it, which would be great. All right. So today I want to talk about a concept known as parenting inside the funnel. Uh, this is a concept that has helped Cameron and me with our parenting from when our children were really young right through until now. As you know, my oldest is 20. This is one of the best uh, concepts that has helped us in decision making with our kids. Um, I don't know about you, but look, I'm sure that you would agree with me. It can be so overwhelming, the thousands of decisions that we have to constantly make as a parent, all day long. I mean, how often do we double guess ourselves or doubt ourselves, especially if our children challenge us on these decisions? We wonder if we've made the right decisions. And these just can come at us hard and fast all day in so many different ways. You know, things like, should I just drop them off at the party or should I stay because I don't know the, the parents. Um, should I let my daughter wear a bikini when she's eight? What time should my kids be going to bed? Is it time to let them stay up another half hour? Is it okay for her to cut, catch the bus to school alone? Um, do I bother arguing about what outfit they're going to wear today? Does it even matter? Do I just let them go through the wardrobe and choose whatever they want? What age do I let them choose their ha- their hairstyle? Um, you know, right through to, okay, my baby's just learned to crawl. Do I close off all the doors and keep him in one area? Do I make choices for my child or do I allow him or her to make them? You know, and this is never ending. What drink do they want? What color plate do they want to eat off? I've probably just exhausted you giving those examples. It's probably, I've probably made you think, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. Um, But this is a really helpful concept that will help you in um, parenting your child with incredible wisdom. So when it's hard to know what decisions to make, this parenting inside the funnel is going to really help to guide you. So sometimes it's really all to do, what it's all to do with is freedom. What freedoms should we give our child? Uh, What should we allow? What shouldn't we allow? And this really is a key to good parenting is to know when to give freedoms and to know what is age appropriate and also to understand What, if any, are the consequences of us giving freedoms too quickly or not soon enough? 
So if you can imagine a funnel, okay, uh, it's like, you know what a funnel looks like. It's like an upside down bell, I guess. The bottom is thinner, uh, like a tube, and then it widens as it goes like a bell. Now, parenting, if you can kind of see parenting like this shape. So at first, we parent in that kind of thin tube-like part of the funnel. It's directed because our child is young. They're a baby and they have um, no to little autonomy. But then as they grow, so if you can imagine that's where the funnel starts to widen, as they grow, so should the freedoms that we give them. So what our aim is, is to parent inside this funnel. So that means as the child develops and grows, then so do the freedoms that we give. But at what rate should that happen? How should we know in in what order and and what's appropriate and what's wise and not what what is not wise? So we need to strike that balance. Now some parents give no freedoms or very little freedoms as the child grows and they're really restrictive parents. But then in the other side of things, parents give way too many freedoms that are not age appropriate or aren't in harmony with the child's moral or intellectual or even physical abilities. So that's called parenting outside the funnel. Okay. So that means that the parent gives a one-year-old, for example, uh, freedoms that are really appropriate for a two-year-old, or they give a five-year-old freedoms that are appropriate for a nine-year-old. Now, when we parent this way, when we parent outside of the funnel, allowing freedoms that our children are not ready for, it actually does interrupt healthy learning patterns, not to mention moral ones. And I'll explain why in just a moment. So really what I'm saying is we need to learn to give our child or to grant our children freedoms only after they've displayed age-appropriate self-control. So the child's self-control needs to be able to handle that freedom. So there are three things that I want us to consider when it comes to freedom and age-appropriateness. The first one is freedoms that are greater than the child's self-control. That actually leads to confusion. So I'm talking about the consequences here of parenting in or outside the funnel. On the second one, freedoms less than the self-control leads to child frustration. But thirdly, and this is where we want to move to, freedoms that are equal to their level of self-control leads to harmony. So it's really important that we learn to parent inside the funnel because if we don't, there are consequences to our children. Okay, so I'll go over those three. I'm going to give examples for those three. Um, just to help nut them out and explain them a bit more, but I'll say them again. If you grant freedoms that are greater than their self-control, then that will lead to the child being confused. On the other hand, if you give less freedoms than their self-control is capable of, then that will lead your child to being frustrated. And of course, the third one, which is where we want to land, is where the freedoms are equal to their age appropriateness and to their level of self-control, because that is what leads to harmony and peace. All right. So let's look at examples for number one, when we are someone or a parent who gives freedom that's greater than our child's self-control and how this leads to confusion. So for example, your nine month old has learned to crawl. 
Now, I've talked about this before in in the first time obedience series, but you allow them the freedom to crawl right through the house, explore where he wants, touches what he wants, but then you take him to a cafe or to a friend's house or to the shops, and all of a sudden, you now can't allow him to crawl wherever he wants, so you have to now restrain him. So what happens is now your child is left completely confused as to why you've restrained him. And then that is so frustrating to a child. So now you're going to have a child who's going to cry, carry on, maybe even throw a tantrum because your parenting has led to the confusion. So he doesn't have the intellectual or moral ability yet to know that he's in a different environment and he cannot behave the same way that he does at home. So you giving him all those freedoms at home turns out to be not such a great idea. It turns out to be not so wise and it leads to your child's confusion. So what happens is you have parented your child outside the funnel. So what should you have done in that case instead would be to limit his freedom to begin with, teach him boundaries, teach him to respect those boundaries, teach him that he can't crawl wherever he wants, he can't touch whatever he wants. And then as he grows and is able to handle more freedoms, you slowly increase the freedoms. So What I'm saying is if you parent outside the funnel and you give a freedom, you then have to restrict or recall that freedom. It's almost like backward parenting and recalling a freedom. As any of you know, if you've let your child do something in one place and then you stop them from doing it in another, you know what happens because your child's confused. That's where we get tantrums and Uh, we get challenged and we get crying and we get screaming. So recalling a freedom is a lot harder than not granting it too quickly to start with. Let me give you another example of parenting outside the funnel by giving your children greater freedoms than what is age appropriate or than what they're physically or intellectually able to handle. So let's use my favorite example, the remote control example, So say you give your remote control, like an old one that's got no batteries, or maybe even it is your proper remote control, and you give it to your eight-month-old to play with. Now, let's have a think about, is this age appropriate? Does your eight-month-old know how to use a remote? Well, no. Do they understand what it's for? No. It's not an age-appropriate toy. It's way outside of their ability uh, of self-control. So what do you do then when you've given them that remote control and then they start banging it on the furniture or they bang it on your sister-in-law's coffee table or they start, you know, playing with the buttons? See, now you have to, again, you have to work backward. So you've given a freedom, but now you've got to restrain them. And that's where the confusion sets in for your child. They won't understand why you've given them something at home and then now while you're while why you are taking it away when they're in another environment so you've created confusion and conflict between yourself and your child that was completely unnecessary if you only parented inside the funnel to begin with and gave them age appropriate um, freedoms to start with all right let's look at the second one for a moment 
what happens when we grant or we don't grant freedoms, the freedoms that we give are less than the child's self-control, which what is the consequence? This leads to complete frustration. Now, my observation is that this happens way less than number one. More parents are um, lean towards giving their child too many freedoms. This second one is not as common, although I would say it could be more common as the child gets older, where parents struggle to grant freedoms, say to an 11 or a 12 year old or a 13 year old, they treat them like a seven or eight year old and they forget that the child's growing up and needs a few more freedoms. So this one leads to a lot of frustration because what happens is we restrict things from the child when they're more than capable of handling those freedoms. Um, So for example, you might have a 12-year-old and you're still making them go to bed the same time as their nine or 10-year-old sibling. And so this is when you'll have a child get frustrated because you'll hear them say things like, you know, I'm not a baby mum. Or you might have a 10-year-old and you're still picking out their entire outfit for the day and laying it out on the bed for them. Or you won't let your 11-year-old walk to school or ride their bike. So I would put this down to more helicopter kind of parenting, which like I said before, I do actually see a lot of as children get older. Uh, My observation is that you end up with a child who is not only frustrated, but actually fearful. You know, these are um, instances where we end up with children who become older teenagers who are too afraid to apply for a job, or they're too afraid to go and get their learners, or they're too afraid to get into a car and drive a car, or they're too scared to go somewhere by themselves. Okay, so that's the first two, and they're both of those are parenting outside of the funnel, one by giving too many freedoms, the other by being too restrictive. So what we want to aim for, let's talk about number three for a moment, which is where we want to aim, which is striking the balance between the freedoms that we give uh, being age appropriate and experience appropriate. So if we parent this way, we actually don't have to re-parent. We avoid our child being confused. We avoid them being frustrated. We avoid conflict, unnecessary conflict between us and them. And what the result is, is we end up raising healthy, self-controlled, respectful, and independent children. Okay, this all sounds really good, right? But how do we do this? How do we know Uh, how to parent inside the funnel? How do we know what's an age-appropriate freedom? What we have to do is we need to constantly evaluate what we are allowing our child to do according to their age or understanding or ability. So this was something I was constantly aware of, particularly with my older one as she was starting to get older I remember just thinking, oh my gosh, the poor kid is going to bed the same time as her brothers. You know, an older child wants to feel like they're getting older. And so I had to constantly be aware, how old is my child? What are they capable of right now? And am I parenting them accordingly? So we need to constantly evaluate our child at every age and every stage of their life. 
So let's give an example again of the remote control, say for an eight month old, instead of giving them a remote control, what we should do instead is give them an age appropriate toy to begin with. So by doing this, you're giving them something age appropriate to begin with, and you won't need to place limitations on them for the use of this toy. You won't have to give something that you have to later take back, which is remember where their confusion comes from. So what you do is you limit You're limiting the need for constant correction by not giving them the freedom to begin with. You put other restrictions in place, for example, by only allowing them to play and crawl in one or two rooms, not the whole house, and by not allowing them to touch things that are not toys or are not belonging to them. So you are parenting within the funnel by teaching them boundaries and to respond to your voice limitations. Now, this child will be better able to handle being in other environments because they haven't been given a freedom that you are now going to have to take back. You're not giving them a freedom that they're now going to lose due to their uncontrollable behavior because they're simply not, um, uh, you know, not able to because of their age. So to do this though, you have to be able to accept that you are the parent and that you're the governor of your child's life. And that's pretty countercultural these days. We have to reject a lot of the current parenting ideas or the world's ideas that we see about this whole child-centered parenting. We have to reject the ideas that restricting our child's freedom is making us a control freak who is harming our child by taking away their autonomy. You know, we have to reject the idea that our child knows better than us because they don't. They, they just absolutely don't. They don't know better than us. So we almost have to observe our own parenting. Consider our child's age. Are we being too restrictive for their age or are we allowing too many freedoms for their age? Now, I want to talk more about that next week because A lot of children are given way too many freedoms that lead to a disrespectful, know-it-all, out-of-control child. And I'm going to break that down next week because there are three areas where we often give our children too many freedoms. Another thing we can do is to look to another parent who has similar values to what you have. What are they allowing or not allowing? And have a look at their child. Is their child that they're raising a child that you would love your child to be like? And if so, then watch that parent carefully. Have conversations with them. Ask them. I used to think ahead all the time about what I was considering age appropriate, which by the way, will differ between all of us. But I used to take these thoughts back to my friends who I looked up to with their parenting and I would talk about it with them. I would ask them questions. I remember struggling when Georgia was about eight or nine, like, do I let her wear a a bikini to the beach or not? Like, I remember that being a big deal to me. So it really does take a lot of thoughtful parenting and weighing things up. So I really hope that I've helped you to really think today. Um, But just remember that our aim is to parent inside the funnel. So just again, what does that mean? That means that the freedoms should increase slowly as our child's development increases. So the freedoms increase as they can handle them according to their age and their understanding 
and their, uh, their physical and their intellectual abilities. And when we parent in that funnel, what we're doing is we are creating harmony in our child's life. We are actually creating peace because we're not creating frustration by holding too many freedoms back. And we're not creating confusion by giving them freedoms and then having to take them away. We're actually creating an environment of peace within our child and between us and our child. And it also increases their learning potential and it diminishes poor behavior. So what I'm going to do next week is I want to divide these freedoms up into three categories that I know you are going to find really practical and really helpful, but they're three different categories that we should be really careful the kinds of freedoms that we give to our children and when. So I'm going to get really super practical next week. So make sure that you come back and join me then. Meanwhile, uh, come back on Wednesday for the leadership podcast. Otherwise, I will see you back next week. And your challenge between now and then is to observe your parenting. All right. Have a fabulous week and I'll see you later. Bye. Make sure you come and find me on social media, girlnextdoor.podcast.com.